What's going on, everybody? Bayou Bounces back with Pure Cajun Outdoors. Second episode, man. Had a great day fishing. Uh, we got a guest. If y'all watched us on TikTok Live before, which I'm hoping some of you have, and that's where some of y'all are coming from, I know y'all know this guy. We always in live together, right? Uh, best custom rod builder I know. Uh, probably one of the best they got in Louisiana. I'm going to go ahead and say it. We got Wesley Swamper up in the house. What's going on, dude? What's happening, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right, bro. I think we both doing all right. We had some good days fishing today, huh? Oh, yeah. It was nice today. And it wasn't It wasn't 9,000 degrees. That is true, man. If y'all in the South, bro, I, I know y'all know that, especially in South Louisiana and, and this region. Man, it's been super hot for the past two months, probably. Uh, <clears throat> digit heat index just about every day. It's just been hot, so y'all can relate. But these last couple days, two, three days for us over here in South Louisiana, man, we've got some rain and humidity drop. Look, it's still in the 90s, but the humidity is low, and it feels like cool fronts have come through. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to get down to like 71 degrees tomorrow morning. True. You better pull out your long pants, bro. I guess so. But uh, so that's what we've been dealing with. But we both went done some fishing today. If y'all watch us on TikTok, we went live, man. He caught some fish. He was in and out of service, but I had service. I had probably one of the best days I've had on my dock in years. You know, caught four fish on it, two in the twenties, uh, five pound or smaller one, you know. But that's probably the best day I've had on that dock in in a year or so. It, it had been rough all before that. Yeah. So what where, where you was fishing at today? I was fishing on Blind River in St. James Parish today. Oh, all right. Uh, what that? What that's by over there for anybody listening that might not know that area? What's another big river we got close to there? Uh, Blind River is the main river. It feeds <laughs> out into uh in the Lake Marple. <laughs> Look, I'm sitting here with y'all laughing. I don't know where that's at neither. So, uh, yeah. And what, what you ended up catching? Two blue cats. Yeah, two blue cats. It wasn't. I had one that was probably about three pounds, and one maybe a pound and a half. Good eating size fish. Man, you know the saying: we got everything was a good eating size fish for us, dude. I had uh almost had kind of one of your days. I went to go catch bait. The only thing I could find was some bluegills and no shad, no mullet, no nothing. So that's what we went with, and probably wasn't the best bait to have. But you know, we didn't skunk neither. That's what's important, not skunking. It kind of goes back to what I said a while ago about the best day I've had. Uh, some of y'all, if y'all watched the live, seen the videos or whatever, other social media posts, I basically went from February until July without catching no fish on that dock. And then now the last five trips I've been there, I've caught fish. Yeah, it was rough watching your lives for a while. I hung in there with you, though, buddy. I appreciate it, bro. Somebody needed to hang in there because I was about to give it up, you know? <laughs> it was rough, bro. And it, it made me feel bad. And look, the truth truth be told for anybody listening, man, that dock is not a real good summertime fishing spot, and I already know that. But it's easy access for me to get to. For I used to not go live like I do now. I never went live fishing until TikTok. So when it was bad fishing, I just simply wouldn't go fishing. But with going live and having a whole TikTok thing, I don't know if you feel like that, but I come... I kind of feel like a pressure, like, man, I need to go live and let people see some fishing. Yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, more for me, you know, it's building rods and stuff, but I just go live fishing whenever I got service and they get lucky and get to watch me. I mean, I, I tried to do it like that, man, but. I think uh, it's more like what you, 
what your account is about and what all of your uh but yeah i think it's more about the content that you put out you know feeling pressured kind of in a way to you know go live and give them the content that they get in just the videos too yeah, I think that's one of the big issues. I think what my thing is, man, is as a content creator, like without the fishing, for example, when it's bad like this, obviously the content doesn't come as often either. So, and everybody that watches, y'all know I'm typically on my swing. I don't have a lot of other things. We'll get into that in just a second, but I don't have those extra things to do on live like some people do. And so it's like, I'm typically on my swing and it's like, you know what, even if it's just cause I'm going to go live and be in a different setting than on my swing, I'm going to go out there knowing I probably won't catch, but it's different. It's different than just watching me swing back and forth. You know what I mean? Which leads me to my next thing. I touched on it a while ago, custom rod building, man. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. When you got into that? Uh, I got into it probably about seven years ago now. No, the reason I got into it was I couldn't find what I wanted at the store. By the time I decided I was to buy one, he quit building them. He got out of it. And I've always been the kind of person that, you know, I don't think there's anything really that I can't do except for paint. I've proven to myself I can't do that time and time again. So I got on the internet. I started looking into it and watched a bunch of YouTube videos, bought the basic equipment to build a rod with, repaired a couple of the ones that I had that needed new guides on them, and I dove in head first. You know, over the years, I've gotten better with my wraps. And So what you're telling me is you learned how to wrap rods on YouTube from YouTube. Yep, sure did. I've learned to do a lot of things on YouTube. So, yeah, you learn this on YouTube. Now, I know when people think of YouTube, you learn how to change brakes and stuff, but you learned how to wrap rods and everything. Decorative wraps is what you're getting at, or the whole uh, kit and caboodle. The whole kit and caboodle, everything from the basics to building a rod to finding a spine, figuring out what kind of rod you need for what application you're going to use to fish. Decorative wraps, I mean, the whole nine yards. I wouldn't be surprised if they had a youtube video on how to make a rod from scratch like actually make the blank itself yeah they probably do have it <clears throat> I, I don't have the patience to sit there and do what you do already i'm for sure not about to sit down with a one out of a willow branch <laughs> i can tell you that <laughs> they got people like you on the market and they got other stuff in the store that can prevent me from having to go through that kind of stuff man but i mean like i, I said my biggest thing I, I couldn't find anything in the store that i like no and, being in South Louisiana here, what and I and I know because I already know you. Uh, I know you sell rods all over the place, but I'm almost certain South Louisiana is probably where your your first base was and and all of that. What rods would you say was your your best sellers? Bass, catfish, perch, jerking rods. In the beginning, it was a mixture of bass rods and light inshore saltwater rods like speckled trout rods redfish rods stuff like that what really got us going was uh i built an inner line cane pole and it was another guy on tiktok that contacted me out of florida and all they fish with his cane poles they fish shell crackers bluegills and uh soccer aka crappies which you they call them crappie heathen they call them specks out there um Right. You know, a lot of people call them the wrong name, but anyway. Yeah, and they can't everybody uh, be right like us, man. If if I had to tell you the number one rod that I build is them in the line cane poles. But I build 
I build anything from ice rods to Goliath grouper rods. Right. Yeah. You know? I've just about seen them all. How much would you say your business increased through social media, TikTok, whatever? How how much would you say it increased from when you started till you got on on social media? Well, I mean, really, I was already on social media when I first started. To be honest with you, probably eighty five percent of my business still comes off of social media. That's pretty good. And the biggest bulk of it, you know, I hate to say it, but it comes off of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wherever yeah. it comes from is where it comes from, man. You know, I right. mean, that's just something I think in this day and time, man, I think when it comes to the small, I would I would still consider you a small business. You know, you don't got no overhead. It's basically you. Uh, so right. definitely still small business. I, I think that's the, the biggest thing that they with small businesses, man, that they have so easy is because you don't have to go pay for the big billboard on the side of the highway or the interstate. You can get on social media and just network, man, and, and build your business just like that but without having to put that kind of money involved right. like you would have to do 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, word of mouth, I get a fair, enough, a fair enough amount of business from word of mouth, you know, stuff that's not connected to social media at all, but the big biggest chunk of my business like i said comes straight off of social media right because i could almost bet you 20 years ago because uh and i know this and some other people may know this but i believe you shipped a rod or maybe even multiple rods to canada right yep like there's a good chance 10 20 years ago that wouldn't be possible without social media the chances of somebody in canada knowing anything about swamp sticks custom rods would probably be slim to none it would have to be completely by chance back then Right, like somebody from here moved up there, right. <laughs> and they just still knew you, and they were like, yeah, I know a guy that makes rods. That would have been the only way. <clears throat> the first one that I sent to Canada was actually the lady that ordered it grew up maybe 25 miles from me, and she moved to Canada, and she was talking to one of her friends that still lives here in Louisiana, and she was talking about she had bought the rod for her boss or for her business partner. She was talking to somebody that still lived here, and he was like, I know a guy right here in Louisiana. I see him on TikTok building rods all the time. You need to hit him up. Give him a give him a shout. And she contacted me on Instagram. Ordered everything up. We got it built, shipped out. And just like that, that's how it happens. <clears throat> and I think I think that's pretty cool, though, man. You know, to to this is obviously this is not something you do full time, neither, right? Oh no, this ain't full time yet. <laughs> yet, y'all hear that, yet. people? Yet, it's coming though. We getting him. He's blowing up enough where he's about to sit down and be doing rods twenty four seven. Might might be blowing up where I can hire some people. <laughs> <laughs> With the building of the rods thing, how how is that cut into your personal fishing time? At this point, no more than I let it. I mean, you know, right. I, under, I understand. I got things I got to do. Uh, everybody needs to go out and clear their mind. You know, whichever way they thought they, they find fit. And for me, it's going in at all doors. I've never missed a a, a delivery date. You know, I give right. I give myself enough time when I tell somebody how long it's going to take. Because you know, like we was just talking about, I still have a job, and if something crashes at my job, you know, a big piece of equipment goes down, I might all of a sudden have to be on seven days for like two weeks, you know? Oh, definitely. But, I can understand. It just seems like, man, I just know a lot of people. It's kind of like bait makers, right? Uh, boat builders, et cetera. Build some of the nicest boats. Some people make some of the nicest baits, but the next thing you know, man, they don't ever have no time to actually go do any of it themselves just because they get right. so caught up in it, you know? And uh, I'd have to imagine building rods. Well, I don't have to imagine. I watch you do it. It's uh, it can get time consuming, you know, especially no, 
whenever you get backed up like you was not that long ago and you got almost 200 rods you got to sit there and pump out. Right. It can be kind of balls to the wall. And, you know, I, I, I kind of picked up on uh, numerous other people that had small businesses and they still work and they had a family and you have to, you have to shuffle it all where you still got time to be with your family. You know, it doesn't interfere with your regular job. Cause I mean, flat out the regular job still paying all the bills. Right. You know, <clears throat> and you, like I said, you gotta make sure you got personal time for yourself. Correct. That's key. And I mean, everybody just likes to enjoy the outdoors. And that's the good thing about that. I mean, I'm almost certain they probably have some people that might get upset, like, man, I've seen you fishing, you know, instead of building my rod. But I think anybody who truly understands what's going on is like, hey, bro, I get it. You got a regular job. You got to go right. fishing as well and take some time to yourself. Fishing, hunting, it doesn't matter what it is, you're outdoors. I think most people understand that. The ones that don't, well, you know, they'll be all right. Well, and you know, I, I make that clear to, Everybody that orders a rod, you know, I tell them this isn't my only job. You know, I still have a real job that I go to. I have a family, you know, and I have a life. I'm going to build a rod. It's going to take me at least this long. And like I said, I've never, I've never missed a date what I've told somebody I was going to have a rod built by. But, you know, you, you got to, you got to balance it all. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. You know, makes sense. So once again, you can build anything from an ice rod to Goliath group with a swordfish and this and that and, and everything in between. Correct. Oh yeah. I mean, we ain't scared to build nothing. Not scared to build nothing. If it swims or floats or crawls, he can build your rod. That's going to catch it. That's right. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you this, you know, when you buy a new vehicle, it might be something that you like. And then when you leave the lot, you start to see a million of them just like it. You thought you had something unique, right? It's like, dang, there's one just like mine. There's another one. When you got in the rod building, did you all of a sudden start noticing more people? We're going to say in South Louisiana and Louisiana in general that built custom rods that you had no idea previously built them. Yes, but only because of the social media side of it. Right. And I guess you had a reason to actually start looking in the, once again, because you use social media to learn. And it's probably how you... Just like, dang, that's a lot more than I previously thought. Yeah, there's a, uh, I don't know, it wasn't as surprising finding out different people in South Louisiana that built it. It was the handful of people within like a 20-mile radius of where I'm at that build rods. Because, look, I've been fishing my whole life. I've been on social media creating outdoor content for the last three or four years, <clears throat> and uh I seen someone in the catfish group one time posted they got a custom rod from someone in Louisiana. I had no idea who it was. But until I met you, I, I literally knew no one who built custom rods. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But since I've known you, I've seen others come into the group who is like, oh, they from there too. Or I, I've seen them just by proxy, I guess. And it's like, man, I had no idea they had all these custom rod makers. You would think even like the ones that's in the close proximity – of me that as much as I'm on the water and as many people I know around here that fish that I'd have heard about them at some point and I just I never did. Right. I don't I don't know how it is over there on your end, but I know on this end when we on the water, man, we don't talk to many people. You might pass by somebody, hey man, they're biting and they're probably gonna lie to you anyway and tell you no. You know, so the conversation is kinda at a minimum and we used to stay on the river all the time. So there's numerous camps that we used to go to hang out with a bunch of different people 
you know, especially during hunting season and all, but we talk about fishing and hunting and everything, and we'd all go on and on about what our favorite rods were and favorite reels and baits and so forth and so on. You know, the amount of people that I know from that, none of them, I guess, had a custom rod, <laughs> you know? Well, I I, I kind of touched on this on the last episode, you know. I didn't <laughs> come from that world of custom rods or nice rods, man. When we grew up fishing, it was old Zebco 33 on a regular rod. And, you know, any any major fishing we done was typically with jugs or cross lines or something like that. We'll run some bush lines, but custom rod, like I, I never had a favorite rod, you know, or a favorite reel. I knew nothing about it until I got into social media. Uh, and then, you know, I found something that I liked uh, that became some nice rods. But as far as custom, I didn't even know that was a thing, you right. know, uh, until I met you, and it's like all of a sudden, I'm saying you can do different guys, different rep, different grips, different tips. The real seeds are different. Like, and I was like, oh, okay, this is a whole nother world out here. It's it's not just go to you know the favorite big box store and just pick one off the shelf. There is more to it than just than that. Right. And I think and I that's mean, the case for most people in South Louisiana. Get a get a, a six pack or something, hit the river with some worms and just fish. Like custom stuff is not in their mind. Probably more in the tournament side of things. Maybe you mm-hmm. may see more of that custom stuff, but not just the average Joe fishing. Right. And I mean, I grew up the same way. You know, I didn't know anything about custom rods until I started uh fishing with with rod, with uh you know my buddy rod. Obey. Old Bay, you know. We got a he's bone to pick that... with Old Bay, bro. I seen Old Bay post a video this afternoon, and he's got his business cards from Sakale Heathen, bro. Come on. He's got his business cards, and on the back, they say Old Bay 15, and I'm wondering where his eye was. Yeah, we got to talk with Heathen about that. Oh, yeah, we definitely have to talk to him about that. We'll we'll discuss Heathen on another episode because we'll probably try to get him on here because he doesn't have to have his face in this audio only. That's going right. to be for another discussion, though. But, yeah, he got a business card. That's nice. Must be great. Must be nice. And, I mean, he threw it down on the table. When I watched the video, he was putting some of these uh, soft plastic jigs up there, man. All of a sudden, at the end, the business card just flew on the tailgate. And I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. He got a business card. And then he flipped it over. And it was those handwritten Obey 15 business cards. And I said, well, I'll be doggone. Oh, yeah. We got to have a discussion. Got to have a come to Jesus moment with him. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, like I was talking about before, man, for years and years and years, I used to fish bass, brown, sockelet, catfish, redfish. And everything was with a, a medium heavy ugly stick. You know? Ugly stick was one of my favorite rods because it never broke. Them old ugly sticks was tough, man. When I got a little more serious into bass fishing, I fished tournaments for a while. I didn't like myself because, you know, when I do stuff, I go all in. I put a lot of pressure on myself fishing tournaments. So I kind of gave up fishing the tournaments, but I do still enjoy catching bass. And I found... Fishing with Roderick, you know, he he finally talked me into using them custom rods. The feel of the rod, the way the bait fishes with the rod, is just, there's no comparison. You know, it's it's amazing. So this is this is my thing, and I, and you can address on this because I think this is a big misconception that a lot of people have when it comes to to custom rods. 
custom rods doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a tougher rod than some cheap stuff. When you get into custom rods, it's more of like a luxury. They light up. They, they're more sensitive. They handle a little bit better. That's a, a lot of the big thing in it because, like you just said a while ago, an ugly stick is far from custom, but it's some of the strongest rods they got on the market. Right, and, and that's exactly how it is. You know, custom rods, it, it's not going to be a, man, I'm going to get a custom rod and it'll never break kind of thing. Uh, no, that's right. Not right at all. I, I noticed that with a <laughs> lot of people on there. Like, man, if you paid that kind of money for a rod, it better not never break. And it's like, hey, it got nothing to do with it, you know. Uh, right. And and in and, some cases, to be honest, they'll break quicker than a cheaper rod because of the material but, that they made out of to make them lighter and to make them more sensitive. It's not necessarily the material. It's, uh, you know, if you want to make something lighter, you the first thing you something. do is you got to sacrifice weight. So you're not making the wall or the rod as thick. Right. Now, that's not to say that the rod is weak, but it's if less you're gonna pay that, for sure. If you're going to pay the extra money for a custom rod, you need to take care of it. Don't throw it in the back of the truck. Don't drop it in the boot. Right. You know, and even rods that you buy in the store, you shouldn't do you that. Know, <laughs> if you do that with those, they're going to break too. Yeah. You know, I know. Carbon fiber Carbon fiber rods are actually some of the toughest rods they got, but you have to think of it like silk. You know, silk is one of the strongest threads in the world, but the thinner the thread is, the easier it breaks, right? Right. The same thing with them carbon fiber rods. They're really strong. You can catch big, big fish on a small, light rod. But if you get a, a nick or a dent or an imperfection, in the blank, it compromises the strength of the, the blank itself. And the next time you put pressure on it, it's going to pop. Yeah. And another thing that you should never, ever do with any rod is high stick it. Ah, man, you know, I was going to try to save that for another day, but I got a funny feeling people will see this before the next time I get a chance. They'll hear this before the next time. No, they'll see it before I get a chance to explain this on the next one. Yes, I broke a rod today doing something I had no business high, sticking in in a very bad situation that I was in, wasn't thinking, and it happened, and I owned oh, it. Up does to happen. I didn't make no excuses. <laughs> no, right. The minute it happened, how'd you break a rod? I high-sticked it. But uh, so we're going to have to wind this down. We got time running out right here. And uh, let people know where they can find you, man. I'm on uh, TikTok, Swamp Sticks Custom Rods. Uh, How you spell that? S-W-A-M-P-S-T-I-X-X, Custom Rods. There we go, Swamp Sticks Custom Rods on TikTok. And where else you got? That's also my website, so SwampSticksCustomRods.com. Facebook, that's pretty much the major stuff. And that, that's where y'all go. And he has a link tree in his bio on all of them. So if y'all go there, it'll be contact information. And if you could find one social media or whatever, you'll be able to get to all the other ones from that main one. Uh, and that's what we're going to do. Y'all know me, Pure Cajun Outdoors. We're going to try to do these podcasts like this, man, once a week. Uh, this is the second one. I hope y'all enjoying it. Y'all know where to find me, Pure Cajun Outdoors. Uh, across all social media platforms as well, TikTok, uh, gmail.com. If y'all need to reach out to us for anything, we're going live on TikTok probably in a few minutes. Some of y'all will probably catch us up in there, but uh, it was good talking with you, man, and getting a little bit of this information out there about these custom rods. Oh, yeah, absolutely, buddy, anytime. 
You know, we definitely gonna be having a bunch more of these conversations. I know y'all already know Swamp is gonna be on a lot of these. Uh, the only reason he might not be on none is because he's working or something. Other than that, y'all gonna be hearing a lot. We got a bunch of stories to tell y'all. Not all of these podcasts are gonna be just, you know, <clears throat> trying to pitch anything to y'all or something. It's gonna be just a lot of talking, man. How was the weather over there? Things like that, you know, and we're just gonna talk around, but this one right here, this was an introduction for him because this is his his intro episode here. So I wanted him to be able to get a little bit of his information and his backstory out there to y'all. And hopefully y'all got that. If y'all got any questions, y'all go hit him up. Y'all can go send him a DM. He answers all his messages. I'm going to tell y'all for him. Don't just message him and ask him, hey, man, how much a rod costs? Because there's so many variations that go into the price of that, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean... It could be anywhere from $50 to, I don't send some tuna rods out that was almost $3,000 a piece. Yeah. And that's, it's got everything to do with the blank you choose, the type of guide you choose, the real seat. Trust me, when I tell y'all there's a custom rod world out there that a lot of y'all may not know about, it gets real specific. I'm talking about titanium, vibranium guides, uh, certain types of real seats, and man, look. I didn't realize that that kind of stuff existed till I, I saw him building them, but it's definitely out there. Oh, it's there. I mean, you can get you can get almost limitless with a custom rod as long as it fits on the blank. <laughs> oh yeah, and I've that's, seen a lot of stuff fit on them blanks. That's that's the only thing. It's got to be able to fit on the blank. <laughs> but uh, if y'all are in the custom rods, man, and even if you a young rod maker in the start. Man, go check him out on TikTok, man. Swamp Sticks with two X's, custom rods. Y'all go check him out. He goes live a lot of times, man, during the day, during the week. It just kind of depends, uh, and he's building rods on live. If you buy a rod from him, you probably can go watch him work on it for sure. Uh, I've seen him do it several times, so y'all go check him out. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Any last words you got, man? Any shout-outs you want to give? I want to I mean, thank my mama. outdoors, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank my mama for having me. <laughs> I want to thank my mama for having me. I want to thank my daddy for not shoving me back where I came from. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. We appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all for listening. Again, if y'all like this, don't forget to leave us a review, man. Five-star review. Drop us some comments. Uh, we on everywhere where you hear this. Y'all can go check us out on Spotify, man, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Google Podcasts. Uh, what else we got? Amazon Music. Y'all can go check us out on all of them places, man. Download it. Listen to it on your way to work. Leave us some reviews. Let us know what you want to hear, what you might be interested in. Once again, Pure Cajun Outdoors, Bayou Banter. Catch y'all on the next one.